Hi everybody, I'm, I'm Jimmy Hewis here coming to you live from here the city in Quincy. Welcome to my season premiere uh, public safety view with Jimmy Hewitt on here on podcast. And it's, it's great to have you with us and it, it is a season premiere and I am very grateful to have you with us and we're going to keep you up, up to date and keep you on the school what's happening here in the city in Quincy. And I know that uh, we haven't been on... Uh, a season premiere for a while, but we have been delayed because, uh, because uh, you know, uh, we have uh, uh, me and my wife and I have a, a new baby daughter named Juliana Huey into our lives. And uh, uh, back on the Valentine's Day, we have not been on the podcast for a little while. So I thought it would be a good idea to have this podcast uh, uh, throughout the uh, the school year is underway right now in the month of the September, and I know the summer just be, uh, just went by too fast, too soon, um, and uh, and I wanted to thank each and every one of you for thinking about us, and uh, uh, Lindsay and I were very grateful to have you uh, with wonderful friends, a wonderful family that we care about so much, and uh, Juliana is only about seven months old. And uh, we're great to, it's great to have, uh, uh, to be part of our, our family. So it's fun being a parent. It's fun being, uh, being a dad. It's, uh, it's a lot of work. And, you know, it's uh, very, very exciting. It's, uh, it's a great opportunity to get to know, uh, get to know her and personally, and which is a little fun, a little exciting, you know, uh, keep you up to date on the social media with Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well, and uh, it's great opportunity, uh, and uh, we'll, we'll try to keep you uh, keep you on the loop, see what's happening. Uh, as you know, that uh, uh, last two weeks ago, uh, my wife's birthday is on September seven. Uh, Lindsay just turned twenty six years old, and uh, this is her second birthday here in the United States since she was. Uh, since she was came in in the United States back in, in January uh, of uh, 2018, and she was very very excited. She enjoyed it, her first debut to to visit here, uh, to live here in the city of Quincy, and we were very gracious everybody to get to know Lindsay in person, and that's a great news and uh, and a great opportunity to everybody here in this community. Um, get to know her and and learning a lot of new things here in the city and uh, a lot of new adventure. Um, it's a very exciting. So um, we're very grateful to have Lindsay with us in uh, in our lives and uh, it's very very important. Um, and uh, so she's still learning English right now. She's uh, she's still learning English. Uh, she's gonna take some few classes there. Um, here in Quincy, and uh, I don't want to get into the too many detail on in the on the scoop with four one one up to date uh, at this time. But uh, and I think that she's doing very well, and uh, she's very exciting uh, to learn it. And uh, this is a great opportunity to to learn English, and hopefully uh, we'll have a conversation very soon in coming days down the road as well. Um. And I want to talk to you about, uh, I want to take a minute to talk about uh, what's going on uh, here um, over Hanson. And I know many of you 
uh, are concerned about what's happening on uh, Sandra Crespo was reported missing since uh, August 7th and I know uh, that our friends and our partners on the Hanson Police Department are working very hard tirelessly on the investigation to try to get information from the public or tipster who are coming forward with the information on the whereabouts of Sandra's um, locate disappearance and uh, it's, it's, it's been ongoing for days and weeks uh, as we are approaching in the cold weather coming up in uh, coming up in October uh, we're approaching the winter season as well that's one of my, what that's one of my biggest concerns that I'm worried about uh, I don't know what happened to Sandra I, I have no idea what happened to her so none of us have no idea what caused her uh, I don't know how she vanished in in thin air or vanished away for no reason without a trace. Um, and I know a couple of detectives from BCI and the Special Investigation Unit uh, in the hands of police department are working on it very hard tirelessly to gather information from a number of law enforcement community, such as uh, I've been hearing uh, from Fall River Police Department. And I've been hearing what about guys here at the Quincy Police Department has been reporting uh, on the sighting of a Sandra Crespo uh, location area and that we have not been confirmed yet at this time. Um, and I, I know that uh, we're going to do everything we can to try to find uh, Sandra um, uh, whereabout and if we if we found her. Um, we will we will notify uh, appropriate family member immediately uh, when the time comes if we if we found something uh, and uh, it's gonna take a while so so we're gonna send out thoughts and prayers to uh, the Crespo family and we're gonna let them know that uh, that we're not giving up we're not gonna quit this case but we're gonna we're gonna full speed ahead and um, and I want to make sure that I'm going to give a direct order to uh, to all the patrol cars out there uh, in the region to be on the lookout for uh, Sancho Crespo in the area. It uh, doesn't matter. doesn't matter what area you can be. doesn't matter. So um, whether it's in Quincy, whether it's in Boston, whether it's Cambridge, whether it's Wayman, whether it's um, Hall or Marshfield or elsewhere in, in the area here in Massachusetts. It could be anywhere. <laughs> So we're we're asking everybody in the patrol car to be on the lookout and remain vigilant uh, while you're doing um, uh, doing a regular street patrol in in every neighborhood area, uh, including MBTA Transit Police and the State Police and uh, Massachusetts Environmental Police Department. And uh, I want to make sure that uh, they will be continue to be on the lookout for Santa Crespo if they see them. Uh, they'll notify in the communication uh, effectively for if uh, if Sandra is okay and she will get uh, medical care, um, transport to the hospital, whatever is needed, um, and uh, we'll go from there. So uh, it's too early to tell um, to find out where she is. So um, we're not gonna we're not gonna do an active search at this time, but. Um, uh, I, I know that the Hanson Police Department did a good job on doing active search um, uh, every every location that I know where to be found and uh, it's a very very stressful and uh, and uh, I have full confidence that if anyone 
has the information may come forward. If anyone has a film camera in your home or businesses community um, to look for dates uh, between August 7th through August 31st um, through ongoing. If anyone has a film camera, uh, if, you're, if you're in home or at work and you want to double check the surveillance camera uh, to make check on it to make sure everything's businesses is running smoothly, making sure your home is running smoothly, uh, please do your part and make sure to double check and see if they spot them. If you recognize Sandra Crespo from a picture uh, on the social media, Facebook and Twitter or Instagram, uh, give them give them a direct call to the Hansel Police Department, not to me, to the Hansel Police Department. So please call directly to the Hansel Police Department um, and let them know that you found something. And and I know that the Hansel Police Department are very very are able to gather information from you. So and we'd like to hear from you. So if you have some film camera. Or, uh, in, or some sighting that you may recognize if you're a pass-by, if, uh, if you're a pedestrian or passing by, you're going on on your regular businesses as usual. Uh, if you recognize Sandra matches the de description, if you recognize and you say, oh, that's my speech, Sandra, or, uh, and I saw the picture uh, I heard on the news or this and that. So somebody has to come forward. So anyone has to come forward. So I know that Hansel is only a small town. Not like Quincy is a big city in like uh like Big Apple, like New York, uh thing like that, you know. Um and you know, I I, I know that uh it's a very, very difficult a difficult task and uh, uh and it's hard to find it. So we have to go back to square one if we have to. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. Um I have full confidence that the um, Hansel Police Department are doing everything they can uh, to find Sandra and will bring her home safely and sound uh, if necessary. And, and I know a lot of family are concerned about it, her health and well-being as a priority. So uh, I wish I had more information available at this time, but um, uh, at, at this moment, uh, I... Um, and I, I wanted to make sure that the Hansel Police Department uh, are doing everything they can in, in their power uh, trying to try to figure out what happened. Uh, there are a million dollar questions that needs to be answered, so it's, uh, it's going to be very, very difficult for, uh, for a detective and, um, and uh, a number of law enforcement agencies all across the region are working very hard uh, tirelessly as well. So uh, once again, I will I will receive a daily briefing on any update uh, on the Sandra whereabouts update for on uh, in down the road uh, if there's any any good news or bad news comes in, uh, and uh, I will I look forward to hear back from. Our friends and our partner from the Hansel Police Department, and we'll we'll try to keep you posted up to date as we as we move forward uh, as we can. A um, couple of things that I want to talk to you about my reflection on is on 18th anniversary of the September 11, uh, 2001, uh, the terrorist attacks that we uh, never be forgotten and. 
uh, and uh, I know that it's very, very emotional for all of us here in Quincy. Um, and I remember uh, I was a teenager. I remember that uh, Sasha Baga shared her story and she was doing a detail for a lesson uh, at the polling station at Squatham. A number of officers signed up for a detail for Squatham uh, at the election. Some of our officers are doing the detail for um, the construction. Um, some of the patrol car are working, driving around in a cruiser or across the city line on the September morning. Kids go back to school. Um, it was very, it was very quiet here in Quincy um, in the morning. Everybody going back to school. Uh, and during the morning rush hour, and I remember I, I was in school at Colling School um, in Lexington, uh, where uh, and uh, where I was transferred from the Learning Center for the Deaf in Randall to uh, the Colling School in Lexington. Um, when I first found out that um, 18 years ago, uh, it was a September morning. Um, and I heard, um, what about headmaster, um, uh, Dr. Michael Talbot, who is on a headmaster at the college school, um, was telling us about, uh, the, there was uh, a terrorist attack at the World Trade Center that happened on early morning when the school started it was around eight o'clock in, in the morning here in the Lexington. And about 30 minutes, about, uh, it is about like about 30 minutes uh, after eight. And when the plane was hit, first plane was hit the World Train Center. And uh, while I was in school, uh, and I hear somebody saying, uh, uh, the news cover saying there was a second plane hit, um, the second World Trade Center, America was under attack, and uh, and um, and my reaction is that uh, it was something terrifying or under attack, and who do something like this? And uh, and I've been hearing on the in the intercom in the classroom they say Pentagon was hit. And in a third plane was hit a Pentagon, and the fourth plane was hit on uh, Shakespeare. Uh, Shakespeare uh, fell on um, Pennsylvania, uh, and my reaction. By the time and uh, during after lunch, and we were discussing, and uh, I know that a lot of people with disability uh, have a lot of hard time answering a lot of questions. And they want to know uh, about what's going on, uh, especially the wheelchair people, especially elderly and disabled citizens, and everybody are, are concerned about it. And uh, my reaction is, uh, and, uh, on the 18th anniversary, uh, September 11, um, it, it was a very, very terrifying tragedy. Who would do something like this? And uh, a lot of questions has been answering, and I know a lot of teachers are giving some of their answer. 
some of them may not expert on that uh, and um and I know what's going on here in Quincy. Um, all the kids on uh, in high school, um, North Quincy and Quincy High, middle school, elementary, everybody like get the same match as I got. Uh, when uh, when the plane was hit, the World Trade Center, Pentagon, and Shakespeare, America was under attack. Uh, Massachusetts was on high alert. Um, I remember that Mima was activated in the operations center over Framingham, and I know that uh, uh, a number uh, a number of agency like MBTA, Transit Police, uh, the State Police, Environmental Police, um, Sheriff's Department, uh, County area, and also for 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 us here in Quincy, for the Quincy Police Department, they were on on alert status they were on a high alert so we want to protect this, this the Quincy government facility like City Hall Park Department Recreation DPW um, Police Department Fire Department we have to protect every facility that's owned by the city in Quincy um, and even school as well uh, they were taking appropriate precaution is to um, protect the employees and to protect students is our priority um, and by the time when you get out of school and dismissal in over lessonton and when I get home around quarter about three o'clock three thirty um, when I when I get home and I turn on the TV, uh, I I see in the news coverage all over the network, and even in the news radio like WBC, WRKO, uh, every network on uh, the radio station are broadcasting continuing nonstop coverage on the September 11 coverage. Uh, and and I see WB uh, Channel Seven, uh, Seven News, Channel Five, NCN, New England Cable News, WBC Channel Four, Bo uh, Boston Twenty Five, and I and CNN, Fox News Channel, MSNBC, and every news coverage they were covering on what happened on September Eleven. Uh, and I see the smoke and I see the building was collapsed in New York over the ground zero. And I see the Pentagon were hit, heavy smoke. And my reaction is, this is a terrifying tragedy. And, uh, and, um, Mayor Cole was, uh, was the park director very was was uh, the director of recreation. Mayor Sheet was uh, the mayor at that time, and everybody in this community, uh, they were reacting. How does it happen in America? And and I remember that I I remember this is. It was a it was a very scary moment, and 
and I heard on the news coverage a number of reporter, a number of anchors at the newsroom, they're getting in the same phone call. Uh, they say there was breaking news, the plane was hit the World Trade Center, Pentagon, and the Shakespeare. Every anchors out there, and I, there was no Facebook, there was no. There was no uh, social media like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, WeChat, um, Periscope, uh, you name it. Uh, at that point, uh, it's a, it was a very emotional. It was very emotional on what happened on the September 11, and and I know that the MBTA was on a high alert, all trains on a high alert status. And every every reaction, what you share, your story, and at that time, and, um, and I remember on the next day after September 11, it was on the September 12, and I went back to school at Conning. Um, all the teachers, uh, the teacher put out on on on, the, on my desk, it was on the students' desk. Uh, I wear a pin. It says it's uh, it's symbolic. Uh, the Patriots, red, white, and blue. And I remember that um, it shows that we're American. We're strong, and we're resilient, and country. And I remember that if I had to wear this, and I had to wear it every day, to show the world that we will never be forgotten. But those, those are the people who were affected on that day, on the September 11, and I see. Fallen firefighters, police officer permit with lots of lives, and we thank them for uh, for their public service. It was very emotional for them. We're going uh, for those, the comrades, uh, the first responder, and it is it is a very emotional. It is a very emotional. It is a very difficult challenges uh, that. Everybody, what they went through, uh, this time in a year, and I know that a lot of rescue worker, I have been working around the clock, digging in to finding any survivor, were trapped inside the rubble, in the ground zero, lower Manhattan, and the smoke still rising, and I remember. Um, and I remember hearing a um, number of our, uh, our officer, Quincy Police Department, Quincy Firefighters, uh, saying, uh, you know what, we should take a day off. We, we should go to New York, help out our, our comrade, brother and sister of a first responder. And they asked the chief, uh, can we take a day off, uh, suspend it or whatever it is, so, a thing like that. So, so they thought about it and and they they got the rental 
rental van were donated by BERC. Uh, I remember hearing about it. Uh, Chief Falco, uh, I remember Chief Falco, uh, who was retired police chief in the past before, uh, and then that successor to Chief Crowley, and then Chief Keenan. Um, it's the, everything is uh, what happened on the September 11. Um, they got a permission. They said, "Go ahead, go for it. Do what you have to do, and save lives." When that's important, and I know that every officer and firefighters were exhausted. They had been digging in, digging, uh, been digging in and out, nonstop working hours and hours. They were exhausted. Uh, I remember, I I remember hearing it. A uh, number of our officer. I went into the diner, and uh, I, I don't know if I hear the story correctly. And I've been hearing a lot of story uh, in, in any article or or some of officer's story. You share your own reflection, and he says that, uh, that it's on us. Uh, thank you for what you do, and they appreciate it. Yeah, they appreciated that Quincy came in uh, to New York to help, and, and I know that every everybody have been driving a long trip from from Quincy all the way to New York to the Manhattan. It was a long drive. It was, and uh, and I and I, I I was very 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 proud of them of what they do. They're heroes. They're American. They're, they're Quincy finest of a first responder. And I will never forget that. And, and I know that everybody's are working very hard tirelessly. And, and my reaction is that what happened on September 11th, America was changed. Quincy has changed. Massachusetts has changed. We're all changed together. That we will never never forget of what happened on the September 11th. I wanted to take a minute of the opportunity to um, to talk about um, that we lost somebody that we never forgotten. Um, uh, Michelle D. John. And many of you know about Michelle D. John. Um, uh, it's an anniversary of uh, Michelle was passing back in uh, a few years ago uh, when she was diagnosed with brain cancer. Uh, I have been hearing a lot of story about what happened to her. Uh, and my reaction is that it's a very, very emotional for me. And I know Michelle for a long time. And uh, she, uh, I was been coaching her for the softball. Uh, a few years ago, and I barely remember the whole story. I, I don't know how many stories I get. Um, <laughs> uh, Michelle and I were very good friends, and we, we, we few jokes, uh, humor, fun, and I'm very lucky to have a friend like her. And uh, Michelle was diagnosed with brain cancer. Back in 2014, um, and I realized it's something I, I haven't seen Michelle 
for years and since we fall apart and um, and I know this is every everybody going through this uh, epidemic issue on the brain cancer and uh, some of them they said uh, there is no cure and it's hard to find it and um, by the time when I heard on the news um, that uh, Michelle was passing on uh, in in February when she was passed away, and and I know this is it is a very very emotional for me, and um, I'll do everything as I can to help anyone who are, who were diagnosed with cancer, and. Any way we can um, to save someone's lives. Uh, I was touched by uh, Michelle's story, and when you think about when you realize the possibility that you will never give up, never give up. You're gonna keep fighting it until the end, and you have to stay strong. And Focus on the positive thing, and and I know that the Michelle is uh, I, you know I realized Michelle's story was deliver uh, every role model out there in the state of Florida, and and I want to thank to the Fighter Foundation for working very hard tirelessly, uh, they've been organizing in and out um, on their busy schedule to. To raise awareness about uh, brain cancer awareness in the month of May, so every year that and that we know uh, every story that you share, and and we will never forget Michelle. So we're gonna we're gonna keep our thoughts and prayers to the Dijon family and the Boy family, and we're gonna try to stay strong as well. Uh, I want to talk to you about the uh, Money Quinn, um, and I heard about what happened to Money Quinn. Uh, he was diagnosed with brain cancer on the on his birthday when he was turned three years old, and it was very emotional for me to when when I heard about what's going on, and uh, and I know Officer Water. Um, I'm uh, Quincy Police Department, and she's a very great friend of mine, and uh, I'm doing everything as I can to help him wherever wherever we can to provide support. Um, and I remember that one of our officers, um, Sergeant Mark Kennedy, the team leader person, tried to force me to to shave my hair. I, I, I just don't want to shave my hair, but otherwise my wife is going to kill me if I... If I did this uh, purposes for money, Quinn, and I'm gonna be in a lot of trouble if I say who paid for it. Uh, I will say Mexico paid for it. Five. So anyway, it's a humor. <laughs> anyway, um, but anyway, so um, I see every officer shaming up their hair, raise awareness to the benefit to stain ball Rick something I think <laughs> um, back in a couple months ago so uh, they raised a lot of money 
to help uh, to pay for uh, Quinn for uh, medical expense and to pay for uh, for the medical bills to recover. And I know that some of the insurance they say uh, it does not cover it. So uh, we want to make sure that Quinn has to go through. Uh, get the chemotherapy, get uh, the radiation, get things done, and he has multiple surgery. And I know that he went through and he needs to get the blood transfusion in order to stay alive. And and he needs to stay off in the public places while he has to be staying indoors in the house for a little while until once, uh, once, a, once a, the chemotherapy is working and some medication is working and uh, hopefully he's going to be recovered sooner or later but we're going to let Quinn know that we're with you and we're thinking of you we love you and we we're praying for you all the way but we want you to keep us strong and focus on the positive thing and and I realize and that um, Quinn is a fighter he never give up. He never quits. He's just a kid. He's just a child. Um, and I know, and I know that uh, one of our officer, um, Sean Glennon, Many of you know Sean Glennon. Um, his daughter Avery was diagnosed with cancer uh, in the past, and uh, right now Avery is cancer free. She is cancer survivor, and now she's in high school at North Quinney High School. Um, I was touched by a lot of story from Officer Glenn's story, and and I realized that Boston Children's Hospital is uh is very very helpful to treat Avery uh in the medical care and the providing support uh to to fight off uh, epidemic issue to deal with cancer. Um, she went through a couple radiation. She went through couple chemotherapy she went through a uh, couple surgery and she was she was recovered and she is now officially cancer free and uh, she's she's strong she was tough cookie and I do believe that Quinn is gonna be f keep fighting it and he's never quit and he's never give up and uh, we're gonna support Quinn wherever we can and I'm going to support all the Water family and I'm going to let them know that we are with you and we're praying for you. And uh, my wife and I talk about how we how we're going to support any way we can to help any kids who are, um, who are diagnosed of cancer or any type of disease um, that we can. And we will help any way we can to provide support uh in any way we can so that's what the commander chief is all about and that's what the public safety officer is all about caring care about people that we love and we care about you uh, as much as you can so to deal with these challenges as well so that's important so so we want to keep a positive day instead of a negative energy well let's focus on a positive day and we're going to move forward uh, and down the road as we can, and uh, we'll see what happens. So we'll, we'll we'll get some update on on the money Quinn status, 
on the social media on Facebook for for the next 24 or 48 hours from now and and we're going to keep a positive day as we as we move forward all right uh, I want to talk about a couple of things and I want to uh, remind people that I am very very excited about um, that we got so many upcoming events coming up here in Quincy what do we know what do we know well uh, we got uh, paint patch uh, project is back here in Quincy uh, I know that uh, Quincy Police Department is going to be selling uh, the paint patch project is proceeding to uh, Marissa project uh, mission actually uh, it's a it's about breast cancer cancer awareness is coming up in October, so uh, we want to raise awareness to help every women who are fighting of um, who were diagnosed of breast cancer in the past decade. And I know that one of our nine one one dispatcher Lori uh, uh, Lori I don't know how to pronounce the last name I I can't even pronounce. One of our 911 dispatcher, uh, Laurie, she was diagnosed with breast cancer and she has multiple surgery and she has a couple radiation, couple chemotherapy, a couple medicine as well. And she been, she has been went through a couple, couple tests and a couple MRI, CT scan and everything. She went through with her doctors and everything at the hospital. The medical team have been very, very helpful to take care of Laurie, uh, Laurie treatment and was successful. And, and now she is officially cancer free. And we want to stay positive today. And she was crying hysterically, which is, I know. And she was, uh, she was, she was amazed that that these doctors and nurses and the surgeon team, they've been working very hard tirelessly. They've been very, very helpful to get this uh, cancer out of their system in, in her body. And, uh, and that's, uh, that's a very, very exciting news um, uh, for all of us here at the Quincy Police Department and families and uh, and she's grateful to be back on the field, back on the in nine one one communication desk where she belongs, and she's happy that she is officially cancer free, and she shared she shared a lot of story about it and what she went through. So, um, and I think this is a great opportunity. So make sure get your purchasing, buy the uh, paint patch project now. They're selling it. The hoodie, the t-shirt, sweatshirt, hats. Uh, I don't know if I can keep going on, on and on and on in the details. So anyway, so make sure you go on the Quincy Police Department Facebook page and Twitter for detail where you can purchase it. And also, be sure to be on the lookout for um, for the paint bath project. We'll be at the Farmer's Market. Uh, over in the Pageantville where I was at the Happy Yeager, uh, located on One Marymount Potway. It's on every Friday, 11.30 to 5 p.m. So please come on down, see one of our officers on the table, and uh, they will be selling the paint, uh, paint patch project. So please make sure to uh, 
come on down, buy it until the supplies last, and it's proceeded to a uh, Marissa mission. So it's it's a it's about uh, ways awareness about breast cancer awareness. It helps save lives and it's important. So um, be sure to look for that. And also, we will be there. Yes, sir. You asked for it. Your wish has been granted. The Paint Project will be will be there for the uh, Quincy Fruit Swap Musical Festival. Um, uh, will be at the uh, Cardington Street here in the Quincy Square on next two weeks from now, on October 5th, beginning at 12 to 6. We'll be at Cardington. Be sure to see one of our officers, and you will get, uh, you come on down. Be sure to check it out. So uh, it's going to be awesome. Awesome. It's going to be awesome. You will get that. Uh, actually, if you, actually, I'm, I'm not going to buy it this time, but I don't, and I, I guess too I guess too many too many too many things going on. I guess too many too many stuff in there uh, all over the junk in in the area, you know what I mean? Like you got a sweatshirt, you got a bracelet, you got a pin, and you got everything. I got so many stuff in there, you know, for breast cancer awareness. So, uh, I'm going to support it as well. So, so please be sure uh come on down on uh, on October 5th on on the Fruit Swap Festival Musical Festival. Uh, the Paint Pass Project will be here. Uh, we'll be selling off uh, on October 5th uh, at 12 to 6 p.m. So be sure to come down while the supply is last. So they will be online. So be sure to go on, go to Quincy Police Department Facebook page and make sure uh, there is uh, ordering online and you can purchase it. Anything that item is go proceeding to uh, Marissa Mission as well. So and that's going to be very, very exciting So, uh, as well. So it's going to be awesome. So it's going to be good cost. So we're going to stay strong. We're going to stay strong as well. Uh, anyway, I want to take a minute of the opportunity that, um, that I might be... Uh, I don't think my wife will ever want me to... to doesn't want to see my... Uh, sh and no shame. And No Shade November, I know there's a couple of our officers is going to be participating in No Shade November. But we don't know what we're going to raise money to for this coming November uh, as we approach the holiday season approaches. So we're uh, we're not quite there yet, but um, and uh, it's way too early yet, so I don't know what we're going to do. But I don't think my wife doesn't want me to see these things on my face. Uh, that like if I have a mustache, thing like that, it's kind of creepy. It's kind of creeper out, and she wanted me to shave it off. Uh, if if I do, and and I know that that Sergeant Mark Kennedy, no Lieutenant Mark Kennedy, and it's gonna force me out of there. <laughs> it will kick me out out of a uh, No Shade November team. Go go go. <laughs> Uh, get out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's all right. So so we don't know what we're gonna do for uh, No Shade November yet. So we don't know we don't know what we're gonna raise yet. So just stay tuned as well. All right. Uh, anyway, I wanted to remind you that um, we got so many exciting going on that's coming up, and I and it's coming up. Uh, we got City and President Five K is coming up next week. 
on next two weeks away from now on September 29th. It will be the race start at 9.30. So please make sure you come in and register as as you get there. So um, that will be uh, that will be awesome. You will get the t-shirt and you get the bid as well. So please make sure you register uh, now at this time and deadline is due. But if you are a register, so please make sure you go to the city, uh, city president, 5k.wastewire.com, I believe. So please make sure to go online and make sure you register up to 500. You will get a free t-shirt and, uh, and you have to participate it as well. So it's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be awesome. So as well. So. You know, and also Quincy Food Truck Festival coming up on October 5th, 12 to 6 at the Collington. Going too fast, and you know, you will see Mark Carey is going to be performing on stage. So, yeah, you better you better watch it. You better watch it, folks. And I'm a huge fan of Mark Carey person, you know. He's a great singer, and I, I'm kind of jealous about it as well. So, as well. So, so be sure to mark your calendar, October 5th. 12 to 6, Quincy Fruit Truck Music Festival. We got City of President 5K, September 29, beginning at 9.30 at the Adams Field, 1 Marymount Parkway. So I hope that I will see you there. So please make sure you come join us. And I, I and of course, and I'll bring my wife and my baby daughter, Juliana, with us. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be awesome. All right. Thanks you so much for tuning in on the podcast with me, and uh, and I hope you enjoy it. And um, let's uh, let's rock and roll, and let's crank it up. So we'll see you soon. Thank you so much.